Hey everyone, it's Kendall. Welcome to what I'm calling Kitchen Finks with a minus one minus one counter. For those of you who don't know, I got my start podcasting about Magic the Gathering on a show called Kitchen Finks. The show was named after a card with an ability called Persist, which would let it return to the table after it died with a minus one minus one counter. Anyway, I went to the Lord of the Rings Magic pre-release and someone asked me to do a tournament report on it. Here's what I got. She was really into Star Wars Yes, she could outsmart at least ten Lords. She didn't like Lord of the Rings I mean, she respected it, it just wasn't her thing Quirky twist and an artsy lifestyle Sometimes you get a little wild With romantic ideals and exaggeration to that She was just my From May of 2010 to sometime in 2014, I was a huge Magic the Gathering player. I spent dozens of hours every week reading articles, playing MTG online, buying and selling cards on eBay, and playing casual multiplayer in Friday Night Magic. Then one day, it just wasn't fun anymore. I realized how much time I was spending trying to justify new cards that gave plus three instead of plus two. I uh, came to a head during a set review on my podcast, Kitchen Finks. I was so ruthlessly negative during the set review that my co-host, Will, one of the nicest, most soft-spoken people I've ever met, lost his temper with me and disconnected the Skype call. The podcast was basically over at that point. Bit by bit over the next few years, I sold off my collection until a few years ago when I put everything in a suitcase and accepted a couple hundred bucks for the bulk that was left from my local comic shop. But Lord of the Rings is cool. My wedding ring was the one ring until it stopped fitting. Let's blame the COVID-19 for that. I love the story and the universe. Sure, I never finished Return of the King, but those books are long and I saw the movie enough times to make up for it. So I decided to give MTG another shot. Packrack Comics was doing a pre-release event on Friday the 16th for the new Lord of the Rings set. So a few days before, I listened to Limited Resource Podcasts set review and asked some folks on social media if anything had changed in MTG since I left. Legend Rule and Mulligan's changes aside, they assured me that flyers were still good, as were two drops and removal spells. So I went to Packrat and figured I'd give it a shot. There were about 12 or 16 players, just enough that Packrat didn't open up their large gaming space and had us all crowded into the handful of tables in the main store. Maybe I'm just bigger than I was 10 years ago, but it felt really cramped. More so than I felt at any Star Wars CCG tournament I've played in these past few years. A long time ago, Teresa, one of the store owners, said she'd take my Crown Royal bags to give out to players as dice bags. So I bought a bag and three or four people helped themselves, all young kids. After the event, I left the other 99% of the bags for the store to do with them as they would. I'm not going to go into too much detail on my deck because I'm sure I built it wrong. And if I decide to continue to play, I'm sure I'll get better with some practice. My pulls seemed pretty unremarkable. I had a few gold cards, minimal mana fixing, and a decent number of blue and white two drops and flyers. I wasn't going to worry about sleeves, but once I borrowed lands from the store, it was clear they were needed for me to not be able to tell which cards were 
pack fresh LOTR cards in which were random basic lands from 1998. My first opponent was a young kid who couldn't have been more than 11 or 12 years old. He was playing a red-white deck full of cards whose names he struggled to pronounce. His deck was all five drops and mine was all two drops. Uh, Both of us hit our land drops, so he won both games pretty handily. Next up, I played a guy who was eight years old during Theros block. Don't do the math on that if you don't want to feel old. I had a few pieces of mana fixing in my deck, and in this match, I demonstrated that I didn't know how any of them worked. Uh, They were all artifacts that fixed color, but did not have a net increase in mana produced. Luckily, between rounds one and two, I read Horn of Gondor one more time. That card is insane. It doubles your human tokens every turn, so in limited, it's a win condition on its own. I got there this match because I blindly drew into the horn in two of the three games, and my opponent didn't find his answer. Finally, I played against a guy with a bunch of tattoos, maybe mid-20s. He played a red-black-blue deck full of card draw and removal. The kind of deck that I would never play in limited for fear of not having enough creatures and not finding the right colored lands. But the creatures he did find were bombs. In particular, Saruman was very difficult for me to deal with. Also, the goblin that deals damage to blockers was particularly frustrating as way too many of my two drops had one toughness. Since the last round was two quick losses, I had time to read Void Rivals, the new Robert Kirkman comic set in a Hasbro universe that includes G.I. Joe's, Transformers, and others. Definitely the high point of the night. Uh, When it came time for prize support, I thought I'd be entitled to a booster pack, as the event had been advertised as getting a pack per win, but instead I got some sort of promo pack from a previous set. I didn't even bother opening it. I came home feeling fairly underwhelmed. It's not that I didn't have fun, and certainly I'm glad that I gave it a shot. It's it's just I didn't feel like I'd been bitten by the MTG bug. Uh, sure, it was cool playing with Lord of the Rings characters, but these didn't feel like the characters from the movies or even the books. They felt like magic cards. The whole ring tempts you mechanic just felt like another MTG mechanic. Maybe I'll feel different if I learn the limited format on Arena. It's hard to use a night where I played this poorly as a barometer for how much I'll enjoy the game going forward. Still, part of me was hoping that MTG was like riding a bike and that I'd come out of nowhere and go 3-0. Thanks for listening, everyone. This podcast is a production of the KendallCast Podcast Network. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash KendallCast or make a direct donation through the PayPal link at KendallCast.ninja. Thanks for listening.